just me. Uh, I didn't know what that. Uh, I was tired of hearing about bottles turning into swimsuits or cans turning into swimsuits. So I figured I'd start early. Why not? It's Friday. I'm all by myself. It's the first time I've been here since two episodes. And it's first time, uh, I guess, we recorded in two episodes because Big Drake, uh, bless his soul, he's, he carried the show for two two weeks. Well, I guess one week, technically. Like one week of shows. Two shows by himself here, live, uh, working the station. And he did very well, I thought. I mean, he 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 did what he's supposed to. He didn't record because there were some technical difficulties and you know and whatnot. But it's it's uh it's fine. Um, the yeah, I can't remember what he talked about. He talked a little bit, you know, last week. I I feel like I missed a lot. I feel like I'm out of the loop. You know, been gone so long, a little rusty, I guess you could say. And uh, let's see. So week eight was what I missed, I believe. I got I missed the pickums on that, and then Monday or no would have been. I don't know. So I guess first of all, last week, going over briefly, you know, he's talking about. I think he picked OU, but they lost Kansas, something like that. Terrible game, you know. You shouldn't lose it, you know. Um, I'll cover my teams. Uh, you know, NFL still good. Eagles beat the Commanders. It was a slow one. He picked that one. Um, yeah, it's just that's how it always has been with the Commanders, though. That's how it was uh, last season. So now he's like, I don't know what Jalen Hurts is now. He's like twenty, twenty. Uh, I can't. I don't even know. But he he's got like th- I guess it'd be three losses now in his past, like probably. Mm, 30 some odd starts maybe and it was if you don't count the Super Bowl like I think it's just regular season it'd be last season the second game against the Commanders which we lost to um oh Heineke with that stupid uh that stupid late flag that gave him time to kill the clock which probably shouldn't have been called but because you don't know his hey don't even worry about it. I'm over it. Uh, and then been the first game we lost this year, which was oh, who did we lose to? I can't seem to remember. Oh, the uh, uh, the Jets. Yeah, I mean, how do you lose to the Jets? Well, I don't know. Is it better to lose to the Jets 14 to 20 or is it better to lose to the or like I guess is it worse there, there's a, there's how you word it. Is it worse to lose to the Jets 14 to 20 or is it worse to lose to the Broncos 24 to 9? Uh I don't know about you but I'm going to say it's worse to lose to the Broncos 24-9. Because, like, the Eagles game, you lose it, and you're like, oh, crap, you know? The Jets. It's the Jets. But you lose to the Broncos. But there's also another thing is that the um, Eagles game was only a one-possession game. One touchdown. It was a 20-14, 20, 20 24-14. 
I can't remember now. I just forgot. Either way, like, you know, we're right there. But Kansas City losing to Denver, twenty nine to or twenty four to nine, you don't really have a chance there. And it, plus, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes throw a single touchdown, two interceptions. Russell Wilson throws three touchdowns. Like, I guess everybody except like the entire offense was missing, and the entire defense was missing. So, you know who was missing, apparently, that I saw? Taylor Swift. Shocker. They're like, oh, the Swift effect's real. She's gone, so he lost. So, hey. That's football. That's football now. It's uh, it's if it's Taylor Swift. That's Kansas City football now. Be, be, mind you that, if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, that's your football now. That is your football now. Congratulations. And it's going to be even worse because everybody's already seen. Every, I don't care. It's I'm going on a Swifty rant. I don't care. Everybody's already seen uh, the Swifty effect in the in the uh, way of jersey sales, the attendance records, and blah blah blah. Money, 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 money. Mr. Krabs, money, money, money. Um. Now, and then, oh, and then she shows up. She showed up like I think the two times she showed up or something like that, and they really made a big deal about it. Travis Kelsey went off; he had a good game of those days. One of them was National Tight End National Tight End Day, which everybody just gets a day nowadays. So it really makes you wonder how important that day really is. But um, he pops off, but it's because of Taylor Swift, not because of National Tight End Day. And then he doesn't show up. And he has, like, I think 79 yards, 70 yards, roughly somewhere around there. So now they're comparing this. They're like, boom, oh, Taylor Swift, this, 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 this. Now, if Travis Kelsey and Taylor break up, mm, and then the Chiefs do bad, oh, my gosh. Wait to, can't wait to hear about all of that. Yeah, that's going to be great. The Swifty effect, like, with Taylor Swift and without it, it's going to be like a, pie chart and line chart and histogram and just everything it's gonna mm, my gosh um upcoming oh well monday night uh no thursday the steelers take care of the titans by four points will levis is uh not doing too bad he didn't throw a touchdown yesterday but he had 262 yards Kenny Pickett is just being Kenny Pickett. But they won. But they won. Uh, then you've got first game next is Dolphins and Chiefs at 8 in the morning. 8.30 here. Where are they playing at? Is this Frankfurt? Frank Frankfurt? Germany. Yeah. Frankfurt. Both same record too. Six two, six and two, eight thirty in the morning Sunday. So a lot of people in church gonna be looking down a lot. Don't don't think they're praying. They're watching the Chiefs and the uh, Dolphins game. This is the first time Tyreek's playing the Chiefs since being traded. So a lot of eyes are gonna be on that game. And uh, eight thirty, uh, so I can watch thirty minutes of it before church. I probably I won't watch it in church. I'll try not to anyway. No, I won't. I won't. I won't. Um, 
which sucks. Why don't they play even earlier? Like, why don't they play earlier there? So that way we can watch it at like 6.30 in the morning, you know? I'd get up, I'd get up at 6.30 to watch that. And if you don't, then you don't love football. You don't love football enough. You don't love football enough if you don't if you won't get up at six thirty in the morning to watch it. Huh? You better get up. It reminds me of uh you know, just that call to action kind of a thing. Not really like a call to action, but really like gets get you excited football is whenever I think it was oh my gosh. Mid mid twenty teens, I believe was whenever they had the, like, Snow Day commercial. You had, like, LaShawn McCoy, Gronkowski. I think Clay Matthews was in it. Uh, Odell was definitely in it. I'm trying to think who else would have. Oh, my gosh. J.J. Watt, I believe, was in it. And, like, they're, like, Snow Day. And they're, like, breaking through doors and stuff. And I mean, that's just, like, the greatest commercial to watch as a kid. Because that, that one, I think, yeah. It might have been a freshman or, like, middle school era. But it was good. Upcoming games, you've got some pretty big uh, rivalries for me. Overall, college and NFL, you've got Cowboys and Eagles Sunday. And then Saturday, you've got Cowboys and Sooners. So both of my teams are playing Cowboys. Both of them are rivalry games. Shaboom, shaka, boom, shaka, boom. Just you can't, you can't get more excited than rivalry games, you know, because they're rivalry games. And then when you're like, oh, sweet, you've got Bedlam, which is going to be the last, I believe, or, or unless this is going to be like the Red River, Red River rivalry, where they're like, oh, it's going to be the last one, but they're like, nope, nope, she's going to be the last one in this, and it's going to be an SEC thing, so it's not the last one. Uh, I got to check, is this the last Bedlam game? <laughs> I just want I don't I didn't like it did noise so there's a little bit of the national anthem. Let's see one as conference rivals. So I've got something here. It says Oklahoma Oklahoma State will meet one last time as conference rivals. But does this mean that it's going to be the last one, or are they just doing what they did with the frickin', uh, um, Red River? Where they're just going to be like, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, it's the last one, just for now. There's going to be one next year, but it's just going to be labeled different. Here you go. Mm. I mean, the series started in 1904. Oklahoma... Oklahoma wasn't even a state then. That was three years before Oklahoma became the 46th state. There's no way they can just cut it, you know? Um, Coach Gundy's 3-15 against Oklahoma. That's good news. All right. You guys aren't giving me what I want. Will there be one next year? 
next year. Right now, on the Oklahoman, it says, be the final Bedlam game for a long time as the Sooners will join the Southeastern Conference next season. There are no future football games currently scheduled between the two schools. So it says, for now. That's so dumb. Yeah. So not only do you have two rivalry games, two, two of my favorite teams in both types of football, both uh, levels of football, one of them is going to be the last one for now. When will the next game be? Who knows? I don't understand why they're cutting it. And it'll probably be just a big fat money grab whenever it comes back because they're going to hold it off probably and then be like, uh, hopefully not, like five years down the road and be like, oh, Bedlam returns, Bedlam returns. And then all the, the tickets are going to be like the Super Bowl and they're going to freaking have ad times where you sell, sell commercial spots for like $40 million because it's the first Bedlam in five years. And there won't be another one for another five years. It's gonna be they're gonna cut it down to four years. My bad. And they're gonna make it the Olympics, because isn't the Olympics every four years? I don't know. I don't pay attention to the Olympics. Sue me. Big Drake was talking about uh, Michigan being a bunch of cheaters. It's funny. I saw somebody dress up as uh, um, Hardball for Halloween. That was hilarious. That was really nice. Uh. A uh, bunch of stuff's going on. Let me, I'll just go over it. I don't want to do pickums because right now, like, we're all just kind of. I mean, actually, I think I should do pickums because of the fact that I think that might. I think that'll even us up. Because he did it last week, but I. Because he, he missed one, and then I would have missed last week's. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll run through. I wasn't prepared, but we'll run through a quick little pickums. Uh, first of first first of all, get Cowboys and Eagles. I've got Eagles. Naturally, fly Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fly Eagles, fly. Hit them low, hit them high. Uh, do 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 do. Rams, Packers, Vikings, Falcons, Bears, Saints, Dolphins, Chiefs. That's going to be a really good game. Uh, I'm probably going to go... Uh, I'm losing my mind here, making all kinds of random noise. Uh, I really want the Dolphins to win, just because I don't like the Chiefs. So I'm going to go Dolphins. And it'll be good, because Tyreek Hill is the first time he's played the Chiefs since... Uh, he left with his new team, so that'll be good for him to win, and that'll be good because it'll be better if Taylor Swift attended and then they lost, just to be like, shut up about Taylor Swift, you know? To Buccaneers, Texans, Buccaneers have been kind of slacking a little bit, Texans been the same, they're both three and four, which really sucks because they started out really hot, the Buccaneers did, and They've fallen back to their old ways. It's just it's a baker, man. He's just got to get it together. I, I like seeing him up. I hate seeing him down. 
Uh, Colts and Panthers. I'll pick that just because of Big Drakey. I mean, three and five Colts, one and six Panthers. There's no way uh, the Colts lose. I probably just jinxed them, but it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Let's see. Chargers, Jets, Bills, Bengals. Bills, Bengals, that's always going to be a good game. Although, uh, I mean, Bengals are coming off a bye week. Joe Burrow looked really well in his last game. Actually, no, I think the Bills will be coming off of a bye week. No, because they played the... They played the Bucks last week, I believe. Yeah, they did. So somebody's about to go on a bye week. <laughs> Might be next week. Let's see. Is Bengals are playing next week. Bills are playing next week. Bengals are playing the next next week, and the Bills are playing the next next week. So it's not adding up right because somebody's somebody's uh somebody's five and three, somebody's four and three. So somebody's gonna have to get on a bye week here pretty soon to even that up. Either way, uh they're both right there and um record wise. Joe Burrow's been looking by by like himself recently. He's moving in the pocket fantastic. He shrugged off Armstead and then he um got away from um Bosa. When they're playing the 49ers. Uh, was that last? Yeah. Got away and then kept his eyes downfield. Got out of the pocket. It was a fantastic play. Uh, prime Joey B. I'm going to go Joey B. I love Joe Burr. He's He's been hurt. He's looking good. All right. So that's the NFL. Let's go to week nine of college time. Naturally, you've got OU versus OSU at OSU and Stalewater. Uh, I mean, who do you think I'm going to pick? OU. Yeah, I've lost to Kansas. I don't care. You got to move on, guys. You got to move on. Broke clocks right twice a day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, actually, it'd be week 10. Excuse me. November 3rd, that's today. Boston College and Syracuse are playing today. Colorado State and Wyoming are playing today. Ohio State's playing Rutgers. Okay, you get Kansas State playing number seven, Texas. That'd be a good upset for Kansas State. I don't see that happening, though. Not going to pick it. Arkansas and Florida. Hey, going down south. Florida's got it. Uh, Let's see. Oh, whoa. All right. Uh, Mizzou and number two, Georgia. Mm. Mizzou's 12, Georgia's two. Uh, You got, I've got Georgia in that one. Take Louisville. I'm trying to see if there's any closer ranked games on here. Uh, Washington USC. I'm going to do that one because, um, because of the fact that uh, there's been a lot of speculation about, um, 
Caleb Williams and how like every time he's played a ranked team, he's just got slaughtered. So like he's only beaten unranked teams either by a long shot or by like two points or one point. So I'm going to definitely do that game to see if Caleb Williams is, is him. And I'm going to pick Washington State. No, not Washington. Just well, not Washington State. Just Washington, because of the fact that I don't like Caleb Williams in the league, right? Because I left OU because of money. Probably I don't remember the exact reason, but most likely money nowadays. Just bet on that, and you'll probably be, you will most likely be right. Uh, Alabama uh, uh, LSU. Uh, can't spell LSU right, but that's gonna be good. Uh, number eight Alabama. I'm gonna have to go Alabama just because of the fact that's Alabama. And the fact that I think they're I think they're finally getting their stuff together, you know. They're not the same, but they're getting there. Uh Oregon State's playing Colorado. That's gonna be a pretty good game. Number sixteen, Oregon State. Oregon State staying up there and they're moving on up. Or down. Up. So weird you count. Like there's so like you can say you can say, uh Count up to ten, or you can save. So it's so look at it like if you get like ten numbers just standing there, and if if it's descending, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and it's like a ranking system, you want to be number one, and you're going up to number one. It's like you're moving up, you know. But if you're starting at one, and you, like you're stacking numbers, like you're adding them. It's, I don't know, just different ways to look at it. I don't even know if that made sense. Probably not. Don't, hey, don't worry about that. Just forget I said that. Uh, I'll do Kansas State and Texas. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe me saying that Texas is just going to, like, surely, hey, surely Texas can't lose this game. Maybe that'll, I'll manifest a, a loss. So I've got OU, Washington, Alabama, Kansas State for college. And then I've got Eagles, Dolphins, Colts, and Bengals for the NFL. For the NFL. I moved away while I said that, sorry. All right. That's my pick'em's done. Uh, Texas Rangers. They won it all. They won it all. Good for them. I saw something. Um... I saw something about it. People were just already, they were already complaining about it. Oh, when you look it up, you look up Texas Rangers and you get a bunch of fireworks because they did it. Congrats, guys. They're the World Series champions. I want to see those fireworks again. Play it. That's honestly cool. I love how Google does that stuff. What's the one where you look it up and like, oh, I think it was like Infinity War. I think, or, uh, or was it Endgame? Whenever like you'd search it up on Google and there's like a, it had like the, the gauntlet and you would press it and it would snap. And like all your stuff, like all your search history, like everything on your thing will just like turn into dust. Weird. I looked it up, and you know what is weird? Robert Downey Jr. How he keeps shaving his head whenever he doesn't have a role. Like the dude recently's been always bald. That's kind of weird. 
not super weird, but it's it's like weird. Like it's not like a, you know, um, it's not like a big deal, but I think it's weird, man. All right, I've got plenty of time. And I'm not really prepared to talk about football, so I'll just be rambling. But one thing that I do want to talk about, I'm going to nerd out real quick. Uh, not in like a uh, MCU, like movie nerdy kind of guy. One, a movie I did watch, speaking of movies, a movie that we did watch um, Sunday was Killers of the Flower Moon. Very nice. Very long. Kind of a hard watch. But... Overall, I would probably rank it, mm, mm, I'd probably say 7.5 out of 10. I think that's fair. I think that's, yeah, I think that's pretty fair. 7.5 out of 10. Because, and I would, I would honestly, would I put that on my movie list though? If y'all remember the movie list from last, last season... You know, as a very good movie list, you know, I'm not going to put it in my top 10. Now, that's another thing that we probably, that we should have done is, like, like, okay, like, my top 10 was Django, Unchained, Glorious Bastard, Sherman Show, Lord of the Rings Trilogy, Best Years of Our Lives, Fistful of Dollars, Shutter Island, Forrest Gump, Saving Private Ryan, and then There Will Be Blood. One thing we probably should have done is like actually rate them, and I might I might bring it back Monday or something, and like revive it and have like rank it because it's like how good was it, you know, to make it on. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Anyway, the point is, because of Fire Moon, I recommend. Very nice. Uh, anyway, one thing I want to kind of go on is a little bit of the uh, gaming side would probably be EA Sports College Football. It's supposed to be coming out summer 2024, so next summer. And I've seen so much on it. They've had plenty of years to, like, put work into this thing. Hey, the the guy who tweeted about this or wrote this article is named Tyler Conway. And I'm talking about it. And Conway. What? Coincidence? I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyway. Main thing that people have been saying about it is the fact that, one, don't make it Madden. Do not make it Madden. Make it as far from Madden as you can, because Madden is probably one of the, turned into, like, just a cesspool of bad games. Since, personally, I would probably say, mm, 20, Madden 11. That's probably, it's probably less, it's my favorite. I think it's the greatest. You could, you could probably argue for when Odell's on the cover. You could stretch it if you wanted to. I really wouldn't to Madden 18 or 17 when Gronk was on the cover. 
but I probably wouldn't go there. If you made me, if you made me, I would probably stop at Madden 25, which is technically Madden 13, I believe, or Madden, yeah, Madden 13. Either way, don't make it like that. Like literally, make it look exactly like the old college football, like the old NCAA games, just better graphics and updated rosters. We don't need no, we don't need no bunch of crazy, stupid crap like the new Madden has, where it's like you can throw the ball and then you go. Like, no, just make it the same. And they're supposed to be doing a lot of, like, there's already leaks of like what Colorado sent to them and stuff like that, but. Um, I just don't, don't do anything stupid with it, you know, that's all we did, that's all we ask, and don't make it come out as like, like release the game and make it $70, that's one thing that's getting really frustrating, I want to know, that's one thing, you want to talk about inflation, I wasn't talking about it, but you want to talk about inflation, uh, like, what was the price of a new video game in, let's say, let's go back 10 years, so 2013? Mm. So, right here, uh, GamingIndustry.biz says, Games with Xbox One and PS4 retail for fifty nine ninety nine back in 2013. That's still a lot. Uh, today would be sold at seventy six thirty if game publishers followed inflationary pressures. Basically, there's like a fourteen percent increase, which is nuts. And on that note, you get uh, get the Elder Scrolls series. They're supposed to be one coming out at some point. They haven't really set a release date. But Elder Scrolls Six with uh, the thing is, the thing everything's gonna be super expensive. That's the main thing, because as stuff upgrades, as in, you know, you know graphics, uh, software engines that people use, that's gonna cause like an increase of like performance needs, which is gonna. I mean, shoot, what is the pri- What what is a PS Five right now? Uh, let's go Amazon, maybe. A PS5 is $500 right now. And it came out... Mm, I don't really remember. I don't remember when it came out. Uh... Yeah, my gosh. So that's... And that's that's like the base. That's not like that's not like the ones that come in and you get like a game with it or whatever. You know, it's just straight one controller and a PS Five. Boy, like by the time like some of these games come out and the fact that like a lot of a lot of companies are gonna try to find ways to do Unreal Engine, which is like a super hyper realistic, you know, way of making games where like they you, you can't even you got to really make sure you know that it is a game first of all. But I mean, especially if you're playing on PC, I mean, you're gonna have to spend 
so much money just to be able to play it because you can either buy a PC that's like pre-made or build your own, either one. I mean, you're going to have to get like one of the, probably one of the best, you know, I'm not really big into it, but you're going to need like building wise. But your graphics card, the amount of RAM you'll probably need, uh, your GPU, CPU, like all that's just going to be through the roof. Like it would almost be, it would it, not even almost, it would be cheaper to buy like the the latest console that's out, whether it be PS5 or 6 or 7 or whatever. I said, I think, when are they going to stop, you know? Don't you think it's kind of weird how um, it used to be, like, yeah, the uh, 64 Genesis, and, like, I feel like there's just so many different, like, types of consoles. You had GameCube, you had all kinds, you had different consoles, but now it is, you, you get a, a Switch, Xbox, a, or, like, Series whatever, or PS5, or PlayStation, you know, because there's, I mean, Nintendo Switch, relatively new, and I mean, like, but the thing is, like, Nintendo Switch came out, and they're not, I don't think they're really doing anything with it, like, that's it, you might, they might upgrade of, like, um, controllers or whatever, but that's really it, the Wii, I mean, if you've got one, you've got one, but that's not really, like, new, you know, like, they're not redoing it, but I'm saying, like, it's like Xbox and PlayStation are, like, coming out with new consoles still, and it's like, is it just gonna be Xbox, PlayStation, or, like, PC at some point? I don't know. I don't know, a little nerd rant, I guess. What do you, what do you want? Um... It's just weird. I miss game. I miss GameCube. I used to play that a lot. That was like the first console I ever got. Fun fact. It was like Christmas. When I was a kid, I get I get the TV, and my brother Fatback TV, mind you, big old Fatback TV, like the I think it's like AV cords, is what you call them. I never knew. I I didn't know the name. Sue me. It's like the yellow, white, and red. <laughs> um. My brother got the the GameCube. That's how we shared. Cause like mine is mine is this is mine. Yours is this is mine and mine is mine is mine and mine is mine. You know it's mine. Uh, and I remember there's plenty of times where we fought. Cause you know siblings fight, and there's nothing you can do about it. And the fact is that you can't get along for more than five minutes without fighting. Then you're real siblings. Yeah. Make makes sense, as my uh, professor would say. Makes sense. And we did that. You definitely knew we were siblings because we could not even talk to each other for more than five minutes without getting mad at each other and fighting. All the time. Like, it never failed. We would fight all the time. And, I mean, when it came to that, well, first of all, as everybody knows, the older sibling has to be player one. No matter what. It doesn't matter if I was playing, you know... 10 minutes before he even thought about playing, playing with me. I was already playing one, but whenever he jumped in, he had to be player one. And if he didn't, we fought about it. So, yeah, that's just how it goes. But I remember whenever, whenever we'd fight about 
you know, playing together, or like he's not letting me play, or I'm not letting him play. We would pull the whole like, oh well, well the TV's mine, so I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna take my TV because it's my TV and I want my TV. And without the TV, he can't play the GameCube. So I'd be like, you either let me play, do what I want, or I take the the I take the TV away. And then he would in return be like, okay, well you can have your TV. Yeah, you can have it. Sure, that's fine. I'm gonna take my GameCube though. Yeah, yeah. And by doing that, I just had a TV. Absolutely useless. And and uh, that was basically it all the time. I remember he scratched my eye with his th- thumbnail, my right eye with his thumbnail, over a microwaved cheese burrito. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A microwave cheese burrito. And I'm not talking about, like, anything good. Like, you know, like a cheesy roll-up from uh, from uh, Taco Bell? Yeah, imagine that. You just cook that. And then your brother's, he makes two of them. They're like, yeah, you can have one. I'm like, yeah, can I have one of those? He goes, sure, you can have one. And then next thing you know, he devours his, you're eating yours, and he jumps on your back like a wild animal fighting fighting for this, this microwaved, like, limpy tortilla with shredded cheese in the middle of it. And then you're shrugging him off. You're like, I, you just want, because... I don't know. You can make the case of like whose fault is it? Just give him the burrito, but it's like he gave me the burrito. That's the point. Okay. I guess this is just what the rest of the show is gonna be. Me ranting about my childhood and how terrible it was. No, I love my childhood. Um, but you can you can make the the argument that uh, I could have just gave him the burrito, and we'd have been fine. The cheesy roll up, and we'd have been fine. I'm not gonna call it a burrito, because it literally wasn't. Depending, I can't remember exactly how much cheese was in it, but knowing us, there's probably like a good bit of cheese in this thing. But I shrugged, I shook him off, and he like came sliding off and cut me. He cut me with his with his hand. It was like the what's what's the color part of the eye? Like the, what's what's the anatomy of an eye? Of an eye. Uh, let's see there. That looks like a pretty good picture. Yeah, take me to a website I don't want. Just want to look at it. The per... Okay. Okay, I just want to see. They're making this way too difficult. The cornea? No. Front side, front side, front side. Front side, what is the color part of the eye called? Iris. I think I see Iris. Now, he didn't go that deep. Okay, he didn't go that deep. But I'm saying, like, from the Iris out, he cut it like a little slice. And I remember sitting there, we were watching a movie. I can't remember, like, me and my siblings, us three were watching. We were watching it. And he, they were yelling at me because I was crying every time I blinked. They were trying to watch the movies. We waited on on mom to get back from work and I was like what am I supposed to do I don't even remember what happened there I don't remember how that was treated honestly now that I think about it I don't remember were they just like keep your eyes closed and let it heal you know I really have no idea oh was I making noise right there I didn't mean to um yeah pretty wild there's another time I hit him in the face because we were cleaning our room. This is when we lived in Eccles County, Georgia. 
we were in our room on the ground and there was like this crochet like the plastic grid looking like crochet thing of is like a crochet box with a lid and inside of it was different colors and stuff of like the months for like I guess memory purposes maybe I think it was like my sister's or whatever but it got passed down and it was mine because it was passed down Brody and then like I got it and I was uh, sitting there doing something with it just messing around or something and he kicked well no he made me mad so I get up and I storm out of my room but I I make sure I kick over the little crochet box so like it spills and all the um all the little crochet things on the ground all the months are spread out and it was a trailer house so you can hear like every step especially when they're stomping you know it's, it's not like when you got like a solid ground and you stomp it's gonna be like um you know you kind of hear it but you don't really hear it you know what I'm saying um anyway so I I, I hear him stomping up after me so I plant my right foot, and I turn around, and I sock him. I give him a nice little, uh, I don't even know how old I was, probably around 10, maybe 8, maybe. I give him like an 8-year-old right hook to the face. And he would have been 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. He'd have been like 12-ish or 14, depending on the age, 8 or 10. And I sock him right in the face like an 8-year-old would, you know, just like, yeah. And right there, my heart dropped because it didn't do anything to him, and it scared him, and then he beat me up, and I started crying. And as a classic older sibling thing where, you know, you make the younger, the youngest cry. You know, you make the younger one cry, but you make the youngest cry. And your mom's on the other side of the house and you drag him. He dragged me into my room. He dragged me into our room and uh, shut the door so that way mom couldn't hear me crying. He's like, shh, no, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. It's okay. Shh, 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 shh. You know, the classic, like, yeah, the very classic move. Like, so cliche. Like, I should have known I was coming. But it, it just happens all the time. And but the thing is, you know, the beautiful part about it, I can say all this now, and it's funny because we don't fight anymore. I don't remember the last time like me and me and Brody like actually get mad at each other, like literally get mad at each other. Like I think it's good. You've got to fight each other because you're you're strengthening each other up and you're you're um, solidifying your bond through hardship. I guess you could say. Cause I love that dude, you know, and we're on we're on a different level. Charades, uh, uh, the Blockbuster game, which is a very fun game. If you haven't played it, I highly recommend it. I'm a big family game night kind of guy. Oh, my gosh. During COVID, when all that happened, we had a whiteboard up, and you play family game night, and, like, if you won, you would write, like, this is in high school, it's like COVID. You would write, like, King of Family Game Night, and you write your name under it, and it would be there, you know, just like a banner. Like, when you win the Super Bowl, you hang that up. Until the next time, and then it, it, you got to keep it on. I was, I mean, I was, I don't even remember. I think there might have been like one or t- two times where I wasn't the king of family game night, and we played it all the time. I love it. That's why I'm talking like, I'm talking Uno. Now, whenever we played Uno, it was probably whenever I lost it because they like they gang up on me because the, um they they're just haters, I guess is what you, uh, one way you could put it. Um. Risk, I usually won. Monopoly, I think I usually won. Pictionary. But, like, really games, like Taboo, Pictionary, uh, like a charade kind of game, Blockbuster, where you've got, like, disc- it's sort of like Taboo-ish, where you've got, you've got, like, three categories. You've got to say it in one word. You've got to describe the movie in one word. You've got to, you've got to, like, quote the movie, or you've got to act it out like charades. 
and you've got a team, and you got to do it to where they can figure out what move you're doing. And, like, that game, like, me and Birdie are on, you know. And it th- but, but that gets us in trouble, though. I Now, when I say, like, get mad at Birdie, I mean, like, really mad at Birdie. Sorry, I hit the mic again. But when I say I get mad at Birdie, I mean really mad at him. I don't think I've been that time. But the times where I have gotten really mad is when we're in, we're playing, like, a charades kind of game, and I'm going to town, and I'm like, this is a really good, a very well- you know, portrayed movie. Like, I'm just, I'm doing a very good job at it, I would think. It's like, there's no way, there's no way that they can't get it. And then he doesn't get it. But I'm like, I know you should get it. Um, and I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, I'm ready to throttle him right there. Nothing gets me more heated. And it's, it's like, a, like, imagine a language barrier. Or, or really what it's like is when you say when you have to repeat yourself a bunch like imagine you're talking to somebody and they're like relatively close but they don't understand so you've got to repeat yourself like four or five times think about how frustrated you get by that and then multiply that by like at least like two and a half and that's how mad i get whenever bro i mean <laughs> but if you listen i'm sorry bro i i you know he's there i know i call him stupid and i really get onto him but it's i'm just so competitive that's my problem ask my wife way too competitive she wouldn't play me in any like any games at all. Board, electronic, uh, physical, like sport, anything. She would not play me because I'm too competitive. Basketball, oh, you better believe we fought over basketball. But it was also the fact that she, so she was trying to make fun of me in a way, and she can deny this all she wants, but she, but she was like rubbing it in my face that she beat me in basketball when I had a knee brace on. And I was, like, out of surgery. I wasn't even supposed to be playing basketball. So, did you really win, you know? You, you beat you beat a uh, a cripple in basketball. And she's like, huh, you know, I beat you in basketball. And I'm like, okay, congratulations. And then ping pong, I will admit, she throttles me in ping pong. I mean, absolutely tears me up in ping pong. Now, that's a game I don't like playing her in because... Now, mind you, and you're like, bro, how can you lose to your wife in ping pong? Um, I'm not the best at ping pong, but I'm not the worst at ping pong. I would say I'm pretty average at ping pong when I'm hot, like whenever I get into a rhythm, because when I played football here at UCA, there's ping pong tables in the locker room, and everybody played it. Like, you, you were lame if you didn't play it. And I played it I played it a good bit. I played it a lot. I wasn't one of the best. I'd probably say... I don't really know how many guys would play it, but I'd probably say I'm in the top, uh, I'm like above average. So say there was like 15 of us, I would probably say I'm like 11th, 12th, maybe even top 10. I would maybe say that. It depends on when you're saying, because like when Mitch and Tobias were there, uh, I don't really know if I'd be that high. I'd probably drop a little lower, but I wasn't terrible. Like Swag, Petrov. He's good. He would probably be in the top five, I would say, of ping pong players. Like, he's pretty good at ping pong. But I play, I was playing Mick, and she tears me up every time. And she tears swag up, too, Petrov. She beats him. We went to Dallas. We went to Petrov's house because me and Mick went to a Charlie Crockett concert. And we stayed the night at uh, Swag's, and we were playing ping pong. And I think we probably played, like, 12 or 14 games of ping pong straight. And it was Mick on one side. And then me and Petrov rotating because she kept beating us. I don't think we never beat her. And it would be like close games would be like blowouts. But the fact is she's good at ping pong. And you want to know why? It's because she grew up playing tennis. That's why. 
if I grew up playing tennis, you know, I'd be pretty good. No. But that is, it definitely does help. That is why she's good. And, like, that's not, like, a fault or, like, trying to, like, uh, take away from her being good because it's just, like, it's good. She's The, the motion is natural to her. It's just shrunken down. But uh, she's afraid to play me in tennis because I'm too competitive. And she's afraid that uh, she, well, she she probably, she's afraid I'll get frustrated. And I won't get frustrated because I'm not good at tennis. And I know I'm not good at tennis. So it's fine. You know, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, whenever she beat me in basketball and, and I got frustrated is because I'm competitive. And I know I was way better than what I was playing. But I couldn't do it because of my knee. So... Congratulations again, you beat a cripple. Um, what's another thing that we can't play? Uh, uh, risk. Can't play Risk. We can, but we can't really play it, you know. Because, like, if she wins, then she'll be like, oh. She won the other day. We played uh, a couple weeks ago, like, the actual board game. Not, you know, not on, your, like, your phone or whatever. Uh, we played the actual board game with Sawyer, my brother, and uh, my brother-in-law, Grant. And I feel bad for Grant every time we play because it's just, it's like a natural thing and he kind of does it to himself somehow. I don't want to, I don't really know, but we automatically like, you know, uh, what's the word? It's like an unconscious thing or what's, not unconscious, like we're not... (laughs) Ah, crap. I cannot think of the word. I don't know. It's like natural instinct for everybody to just slowly gang up and attack Grant. And he's like, nine times out of ten, I don't know what the like that one time is, but nine times out of ten, he is the first one out. You know? It just happens. And uh, like, there's, nothing, there's nothing I can do about it. But um, we started the game, first of all, we started the game, and, uh, yeah, subconscious. What did I say? Did I just say subconscious? Subconsciously. Thank you, Mick. Anyway, subconsciously, we all just gang up against Grant. And he's usually the first one out. Nothing we can do. That is just how, that's the natural order of things. And it doesn't matter how we play it either. Electronically or on the board game, it will happen. And... The game started out uh, as there was no, there's no, um, oh, I said unconscious, subconscious. Um, there was, The game started out, and there, Brody said, Brody said this. He said no, and, and me and the Grant are apparently the only ones that heard this or paid attention to it or took it serious. We said no alliances, okay, no treaties between groups and there's five of us playing so it's like that's gonna be you know a competitive game well i try i will admit i tried to make a treaty with brody i tried to make an alliance with him he did not get that i was giving my can signals i was like one plus one is two okay what does that mean you plus you you plus me equals us that's what i was trying to say he didn't get it and he tried texting me but uh i don't usually get on my phone during it and it was on sleep mode so i didn't see it so what are you going to do? And he goes, and him, Sawyer, and Mick, they all have an alliance. Sawyer didn't really have an alliance with, I think it was Mick or Brody, but because uh, Mick had an alliance with Brody 
and Sawyer had an alliance with Brody. You know, she was completely fine. Sawyer and, and uh, Mick were also on the other side of the board. And then I was beside Grant, and I was like, I was right there in the middle. I was in, I was in at the African continent, you know. And she was like down in Australia. Grant was in uh, South America. Sorry, he was in North America. Brody was in England, and people were kind of scattered in uh, uh, the Asian continent. And Mick was slowly Mick. First of all, I helped her out. We didn't make an alliance, but I helped her out. And there should be like an uh, like a a natural alliance because of the fact that we're married, you know, you would think. And I help her out because, like, she's in Australia, and I'm like, hey, I'll be your, it's like the beginning. I'm like, I'll be your military advisor. Just listen real quick. I got this guy, this guy, this guy, and take this. And, um, and take this. And you'll be, you'll be set because you'll, you'll get a bonus, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, she does it, and she starts getting very, very well done for herself, you know, well off. She's very well off. At that point, early on, she's already got the most troops. She's got the most, she's got, she's got all the power. Like, she ends up winning the game, and I would, I would say because of me, because I put her off on the right track. Now, would she eventually got it? Yes, but I did help her, so I do get credit. Sue me, you know. Anyway, um... It just happened. Grant was in South America, and uh, he was being uh, being very soft, you know, very conservative in his battle tactics. Because I was struggling, I couldn't really get started in South in, in in Africa. I was like, I was um, I was getting attacked. Grant was coming through me, like he was coming through um, oh, what's the like Brazil, and he's crossing over, and he was getting getting through my people, and I was like, okay, crap. So, he attacks one, but he pulls out, and he lets me gain power, and he's not attacking Sawyer up in North America, so Sawyer just, he, Sawyer just puts a barrier right there in uh, uh, Mexico, so like over across the Panama Canal, so that way he can't do anything. And Grant allows him to do that, and Grant build, allows Sawyer to build up, and Brody allows Sawyer to build up, because they've got an alliance. Anyway, at one, at, so Grant ends up losing because he stays put and he's not doing anything. He just he's not attacking anybody, so he's just staying stagnant, getting a couple of guys at a time. I think it's maybe like five at a time, because of his because of his continent continent bonus territory bonus, and um, and let's see, and then I knock him out, okay, because I was the closest to him, so I knock him out. And because him and Sawyer were like having beef or whatever. But I get in there. I take him out of the game. And Sawyer right then tries because now my risk is a very long game. It's like Monopoly. But it could go even longer, I would say. But we're sitting there. And Mick's got a territory. I've got a territory. I've got two at this point. Um, Because I took Grant out and took his. Sawyer's got one. Brody's got his. Brody's in Europe. I've got South America and Africa. Mick's got uh, m- literally like 95% of the um, Asian continent and Australia. Birdie's in Europe. Sorry, he's got North America. And he's like, let's just call it right now. Let's just call it. Everybody's got this. Let's have a treaty, a peace treaty. 
and everybody just goes home, and we're all fine. Everything's okay. Everybody, everybody goes home happy. Everybody goes home a winner. And um, I don't even know what time it was at this point. But I stand my ground. I say, no. No. That's the easy way out. And uh, mind you, I lost. I was, um, who knocked me out? I think, I think Sawyer ended up beating me. And then Mick beat Sawyer, but Mick uh, won. But it was, it was just so long. But the first time I played Mick and Risk, she thought, she, th- um, she was under the impression that I let her win. So we, she got mad at me for it. Cause I was, I was really competitive. Well, what happened was, is she beat me and, um, was like, hey, I beat you. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, uh, basically what she did in basketball, which she says she doesn't do. And then I was like, oh, it's cause I let you win. <laughs> and she, and she, uh, you know, cause naturally, you know, you don't want to be like, yeah, you beat me fair and square. I was just like, no, I let you win. So yeah, congratulations. Did you really win? And she got mad because I took the easy way out. But whatever. It's fine. Just too competitive. What can I say? I'm a sucker for for family game night. Or like any game night, honestly. Um, except, for, except for poker. I'm not very good at poker. Like Texas Hold'em, stuff like that. Now, Blackjack, um, Spades. I love those. Big Spades guy. I remember whenever I first got here, it was me, Gage White, Jared Long, uh, Miles Kitten, and we'd play spades all the time, and then now torn down short in Denny Hall uh, over here by the student center. But I mean, we played that so much, and it was such a oh, what a great time! No classes, a little football, and then you got the rest of the day off, hang out, kind of do whatever you want, take a nap if you want, and then we end up playing spades. Oh, it was great. Um. Let's see. Uh, Taboo is a pretty good on competitive. Monopoly. Uh, Big Drake's. Hey, don't let him fool you on the show. Big Drake is a very competitive Monopoly player. Like he's overly competitive in the sense of he will not take a good deal whenever he's offered one if he doesn't like it. Because it was me, Riyadh, and Big Drake were playing one night and Riyadh would say that it was a pretty fair deal like it was pretty nice and and then um he was just he said no I think I was trading him for like a utility place or for like a railroad or like a property or whatever and I think plus some money and in the long run in the long run, it would have done him well. It would have benefited him. Now, I think he ended up winning anyway, just because... Oh, oh no, actually, I think Riyadh won. Because Riyadh had uh, um, the Broadway strip, like the, the the super expensive side. So... We we kind of Riyadh like slowly but surely built up and like by the time you land on him you lose everything to your name, um, which is funny because like thing about Monopoly is like you get like the classic cash and hand kind of game or like you've got the um uh credit card game, 
the credit card version. Both, I say, are very well, but I'm more of a classic guy. Now, on the credit card, the credit card one, you could get, obviously, a lot more money. But there's something about, like, looking over and you either see a fat stack of cash or you see, like, $4, you know. And you're really like, oh, you know, because you don't really know how much the other person has until until they have to pay for something. But, like, there you can see it. And, like, through that entire time, you just see Big Drake, and he's got this fat stack of cash. And then slowly but surely he gets knocked down. But I can't remember if he won or not. I don't think he did. I'm, I'm like, 95% sure it was it was Riyadh. I think that would be pretty fun to do is play, like, a – Go live or something and play like a, a game of Risk or um, Monopoly to show you guys how competitive it is. Maybe just go live in general. I thought about going live here at some point or like um, going live when I do things. Like I've got a golf tournament coming up I'm going to do with my church. I think that'd be pretty cool to go live in it and kind of show you how bad I am at golf. I wouldn't say I'm terrible. I would just say I'm average I can get away with average maybe it depends if I'm if I'm counting all my shots I'm pretty dang good or I'm pretty not oh actually I'm pretty average I'm below average I really don't know where I'm at because I haven't played uh, I usually do a scramble just because I'm not that uh, good in it um it's really my driver. My driver kind of holds me back sometimes because uh, I just – everything goes about 40,000 yards, 4 million miles an hour, but it also goes 4 miles to the right, you know. So I'm on like a different course. I find I find the fairways just not at the same golf course, you know. That's one thing they work on. Everything else is pretty mediocre, I would say. Hey, but I also would say that's all the time we've got. Thank you guys so much for joining me for my so for this solo ride. Uh, pretty busy all day. Getting close to getting done with school, so I don't know when I'll post this. Might be Saturday. Might be tonight. Who knows? Uh, but as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Follow us on social media at uh, officially unbearable underscore unbearable on Instagram or unbearable underscore pod on twitter uh hopefully the show wasn't terrible just unbearable we'll catch you guys monday